The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What are the most successful change leaders of today doing to deliver great results? Welcome to Inside Transformational Leadership with your host, Kate Ebner. Our program is produced by the Institute for Transformational Leadership at Georgetown University. We'll explore the inner game of transformational leadership, sharing insights from renowned leaders and faculty from our world-class leadership and coaching programs. Now, from Georgetown University, here is Kate Ebner. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back once again. And I have to tell you, I have been looking forward to today's program for some time. Our topic is Breaking the Cycle of Crime, and today we are featuring three guests, all of them uh, representing Friends of Guest House in Northern Virginia. We have Carrie Galloway, the Executive Director. We have Faith Rudifer, who is the Coordinator for the Advocacy and Speakers Bureau. And we have Terry Garrett, who is a speaker in the Speakers Bureau and an alumna of Guest House. Founded in 1974, Friends of Guest House helps Northern Virginia women make successful transitions from incarceration back into the community. Their mission is to provide female ex-offenders the structure, supervision, support, and assistance they need to become self-sufficient and responsible members of the community. One of the reasons we wanted to have Friends of Guest House on our show is that they don't uh, just, just sort of tackle the, the symptoms. They really dig into the root causes of the vicious cycle of crime. They offer programs that focus on core issues ranging from trauma and addiction to housing and employment. And their program works. They have extraordinary record of um, fewer than 10% of their graduates reoffend. Um, I'm delighted today to have Carrie Terry and Faith with me. Good morning. Good morning. And, you know, as we, as we do this show today, it's a treat to have three guests also. And so I'm going to do my best to call on you by name, but sometimes you'll know that the other person next to you is, is the right one to answer the question. So feel free to speak directly to each other as, you, as we go. Um, I'd love to start off this morning by just having each of you introduce yourself and say a little bit more about what you do for Friends of Guest House and how you came to do it. And um, actually, um, Carrie, why don't we start with you as the executive director? Sure. Thanks, uh, Kate, again, for having us this morning. It's a real treat to be asked and a, a real honor for the opportunity. So I, as you mentioned, am the executive director of Guest House. I've been in my position for over 10 years now. It is a program that keeps me completely energized, always gives me something new uh, to tackle. There's, there's so many things that we're trying to do, and the women are just phenomenal, as you'll hear in a few moments. So um, the program, as you mentioned, is over 40 years old, and we have an amazing track record but it is really the women that do the hard work, and we're just the support staff. So 
it's it's a real honor to work with them. Thank you, Carrie. And uh, Faith, I know that you coordinate the Speakers Bureau. Tell us more about your work. Well, I am um, also an alumnus of uh, Guest House, and um, I've been, um, I'm a, an, an attorney, and so I've done a lot of public speaking in the past. And um, one of the things I really was interested in is, um, is looking at the bigger picture for advocacy and seeing if the women, seeing if we could get involved in political activities that would enhance the opportunity for uh, reentry. And the Speakers Bureau was part of that, that we can reach out to the greater community and, um, and really show people that the women are um, great, great people to invest in, in terms of employment, in terms of housing, that they are really pretty amazing, resilient people. And so I've really gotten involved in this really to, to help myself as much as anything else in terms of um, giving back and, and working with people to make their lives more compelling. Thank you very much. And uh, Faith, um, you mentioned that you're an alumnus of Guest House. Um, how long has it been? since you graduated. Been, yeah, sure. It's been about five years. Um, mm-hmm. I was an attorney for 25 or so years. And uh, I kind of, my workaholism didn't work to help me cope after a while, uh, even though it was initially successful. And uh, I started getting involved in compulsive gambling and then ultimately addictive shoplifting. And um, I had experiences in my youth that, kind of created a lot of pain, and the way I dealt with them was by escaping from my own life through compulsive behavior. And uh, the, the, as a lawyer, that was helpful to be a workaholic, but as a shoplifter, it eventually caught up with me, and I spent 16 months in um, uh, Arlington Detention Center. Well, thank you very much for sharing that part of your story with us, and I think it really helps to deepen the understanding of our listening audience to know a little bit more about you. So thank you so much. And Terry, um, tell us about you. Um, well, I'm a graduate and alumni of Guest House. I graduated nine years ago. Um, I volunteer. I started the Speakers Bureau with Ms. Galloway. Um, I want to say it was punishment because I was acting out, but it was a way for me to talk about things, you know, and to let other people know that even as a recovering addict, we're growing and we're going through stuff and we're learning how to cope with, you know, pain without using. Um, I know uh, it's the best decision I ever made is being a part of the Speakers Bureau. Um, I've been doing it since we started. Um, I try to show up. Every time we have something, I'm not going to say I always do, but I do try to um, because mm-hmm. just being able to let people know where I came from compared to where I am today, you know, and the struggle in between helps them to understand addiction better and to also help me heal. Um, it's a process, you know, but it's, it's a blessing too. 
Thank you, Terry. That's really wonderful to hear your story and, and to think about how long it's been. Nine years ago, you volunteered to get the Speakers Bureau started because you were acting out and needed a place to speak, it sounds like. <laughs> it's a great way to channel your energy into something that makes a difference for a lot of people. So that's great. Um, Carrie, I want to go back to you and have you tell us a little bit more about Guest House, so that friends of Guest House, so that people who are listening really understand the range of services and who your, um, you know, who your, um, your, your community is and just a little bit, a bit of background. Sure. Most of the women, I think Faith touched on this a little bit, or and or you did as well, Kate. Most of the women have experienced sexual, physical, emotional abuse and have often untreated trauma that uh, leads to their use of drugs, alcohol, any kind of compulsive behavior, as Faith noted, just to escape. So while in jail, their self-destructive behavior sort of comes to an end, ish, it kind of gets channeled into other behaviors, but they rarely have learned a lot of new uh, skills while they're incarcerated. So at Guest House, they have uh, a really short time. I'm, I'm very sorry to say the program is a three to four months residential program. We have a contract with the Virginia Department of Corrections, and that limits the amount of time we have the women women here in the house. There's 17 of them total. As you might imagine, we're trying to do an awful lot in those three to four months. Um, we're tending to their basic needs, housing, obviously, clothing, medical, and health care. A lot of the women have chronic health issues, um, many of which have been untreated, uh, dental problems, diabetes, hypertension, lots of, of um chronic chronic diseases, and um, we also work with them finding jobs. We have case managers on staff here who, who work with each woman and identify their needs and then get them connected to the services in the community that they are most in need of, mental health, substance abuse services, just, you know, a variety of, of things that they might need. A huge thing for us as well is uh, connecting the women back into their community of family and friends. Uh, For women, the single most important factor, and they're not going back to jail and prison, is reconnecting with family. Um, How interesting. It's critical. And so Mm -hmm. we try to to put a large emphasis on that if possible. We also work with GED training, employment training, and things like that. Well, it's such important work that you're doing, you know, and I know from researching and looking at your website and, and thinking about this issue that 80% of women's crimes are nonviolent and 66% of incarcerated women are mothers of children under 18, you know, so you yeah. think about all those women in jail and all those children without their mothers, um, it's really quite a quite a a compelling mission that you have to really help women reconnect with the world, with community, with family. Go ahead. The statistics are pretty shocking. Um, uh, And that was one of the things that I found when I became involved 10 years ago. I I had no idea that we had 
one, the, the highest incarceration rate of any developed country in the world, that the numbers of women have increased by 800% over the last 20 years or 30 years since the war on drugs started, because as you noted, most of the women's crimes are nonviolent, and most of those crimes are related to substance abuse, which is related to the untreated trauma. And so it's, it's a huge national epidemic, and it's, it's just, uh, it's really um, mind-boggling that in this country where we have so many resources, the best, you know, this is the best we can do for people that have experienced an enormous amount of trauma. If I might, we've spent a lot of time also looking at your website, <laughs> and we were, you. you know, struck by your emphasis on transformation from within, and I think that speaks really well to what we try to do with the women here. We're we're because we have such a short period of time that we're working with them. We really try to help them shine a light on abilities, their talents, their skills. Because a woman that gets to guest house is is incredibly smart, incredibly resilient, I think, as Faye said, because otherwise they wouldn't have survived the streets and they wouldn't have survived the system and they wouldn't have survived the trauma, much of which took place in their own homes. Uh, by the people who were supposed to protect them. And so we try to get them to look at those things that have brought them through all of that, those things that are inside of them, and and redefine, so to speak, those strengths and reapply them to coming back into the community. And, mm-hmm. and to really look at their lives as full of strengths and, and start to think about change. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you made that link because we agree with you. I mean, I think when mm-hmm. I was first introduced to, um, to Guest House and to the work that you're doing there, I was struck immediately by the transformational impact that you are having and that really does begin within and I'm, and I want to talk to to you Terry about that for a moment and I'm struck by even in your story a moment ago you were talking about um, you know beginning to be part of the speakers bureau uh, as a way of expressing something and I, you know if you look at that um, you had an experience you have something to say you know what's a constructive way to, to say it and to and to live live out what you need to live out. So I want to ask you, Terry. You know, when you think about the change or the shift that you've been trying to make um, over the past decade, you know, wh- what do you think? How would you how would you describe what you're working on changing or transforming? Um, well, <clears throat> excuse me. I know um, in the beginning I was doing things my way. And it was destructive. Um, I trusted no one. 
um, not even guest house staff, you know. And when I got here, you know, I, I was still doing things my way. I stayed in trouble. Um, I had to stay in the house because of the things I was doing. And one day, you know, me and uh, Miss Galloway, we got into it. We had a disagreement, mm-hmm. and she begged me to stay the weekend. She said, just stay the weekend. I won't be here. You won't have to see me. Just stay the weekend. And if you still want to leave Monday, you can leave. So I I stayed the weekend. Um, And I don't know exactly what time or whatever, but I know it came a point in my life where I threw my hands up and said, God, I can't do it anymore. Help me. You know, and that's when the change started. Um, had no clue what to expect, scared to death, you know, because I've always done negative things. So doing something good was scary to me. But I had to build trust, and I do believe the first person I started trusting was Miss Galloway, you know, and she started making suggestions. And I started applying them to my life, and the change came. You know, that's a great a great story. And it's it, we often talk in our institute about in order to really let a change happen, we have to let go of mm-hmm. the way it is. And that's a sometimes that feels like a free fall, actually. And sometimes it just feels like a sort of a slide, you know, you're just letting go. And there's a period there where you don't know what's going to happen next. And, and out of that comes the next chapter. You know, we're going to take a break right now. Um, I'm Really delighted to have with me today, Carrie Galloway, Executive Director of Friends of Guest House, Terry Garrett, who's a speaker in the Speakers Bureau and an alumna of Guest House, and Faith Rudifer, also an alumna and the coordinator of the Speakers Bureau and advocacy for Guest House. We'll be right back after this break to learn more about transformation and Guest House. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Founded in 2012, the Institute for Transformational Leadership, ITL, is an international center for inquiry experiential education, and research about leadership in the 21st century. Our mission is to develop worldwide communities of transformational leaders and leadership coaches who are dedicated to engaging and providing the leadership needed for a more sustainable and compassionate future. We currently offer two cohort-based certificate programs, the ICF Accredited Certificate in Leadership Coaching and the Executive Certificate in Transformational Leadership. We also offer a range of ICF-certified Advanced Coach Education Master Courses for experienced leadership coaches. For more information about our programs and how to apply, visit scs.georgetown.edu forward slash ITL. Email itlprograms at georgetown.edu or call 202-687-7000. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Inside Transformational Leadership, produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please send an email to itlprograms at georgetown.edu. Here again is your host, Kate Ebner. Welcome back once again for a conversation with Carrie Galloway, Terry Garrett, and Faith Rudifer from Friends of Guest House. We're really talking about what this um, transformative program is doing for women in Northern Virginia. And I want to just give a little bit more background for those listening. You might like to know that every client at Guest House has been convicted of a nonviolent crime such as forgery, drug possession or distribution, larceny, prostitution, or probation violation. Um, every client is an adult, ranging in age from 18 on up, is at or below the poverty line, lacks self-esteem, and sincerely wants to improve her life and break the cycle of incarceration. Almost every client has suffered from physical, emotional, and or sexual abuse, has a history of substance abuse, lacks a high school diploma or functional literacy, has no formal job skills, and has minor children who are with family or friends or in foster care. And I give you that background because I think it's, um, it, it's powerful to hear the challenges that the clients of Guest House are meeting in their lives and really then to consider this powerful mission to provide female ex-offenders with the structure and supervision and support and assistance to become self-sufficient, responsible members of the community and to really get the physical and emotional tools they need to begin a new life through self-sufficiency. We're going to talk more in this segment about what it takes to, um, to really turn that around and, and take on that new life. But I want to go back to something that was said before the break. Terry was talking about the weekend she decided to stay and trust the advice of Carrie Galloway and also to trust um, Carrie Galloway and to trust the experience that she could have at Guest House. And um, fundamentally, the decision to trust, to let go of trying to do everything your way, Terry, and to do things um, following guidance and support of others, was it really a turnaround a choice on your part? And I'm curious, you know, what did it mean to you to extend trust that first time? Um, well, uh, for me, it was risky um, because I still didn't know, you know, what to expect. Why did she want to help me? Um, you know, what was it in? What was in it for her? Um, letting go was something that was very hard for me to do because. The things I was holding on to 
kept me, like, I want to say in a safe, safe zone, you know, and the first time that I actually sat in the office and talked with Ms. Galloway, she was talking to me about a mental health therapist, you know, and she was explaining to me, you know, I noticed that you run from this. Every time it's come up, you run. She said, will you trust me just to do the intake? And, you know, I told her, I said, uh, I think you need to do it. I don't. There's nothing wrong with me. She convinced me to step out on faith and believe that I'm guiding you through something that's going to change your life. And that was very hard for me to believe because the people I trusted, my parents, my grandparents, you know, were the people that hurt me. Every time I gave a little bit, something bad happened. And I was afraid that was going to happen this time. And it didn't. So I started trusting just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And today I have a trustworthy group of women that <laughs> I turn to for everything. You know, um, it's very hard to trust, especially when you've gone through so much pain. You've been hurt constantly. But today, you know, it's it's amazing because it I is. never thought I'd be able to trust anybody ever again. I'm so glad to hear this. And I'm glad to hear you have today a group of trustworthy women. And I think of that, um, that resilience and the ability to survive that you had relied on, you know, and it's probably still have lots of, but to add the, the community, a circle of people you trust is pretty, pretty amazing. And I thank you for that, Terry. And I wonder, Faith, about your experience and who did you need to learn to trust? Well, I think probably I needed to learn how to trust myself because when I still thought, when I came to Guest House, I still thought of myself as a middle-class lawyer. I was still engaged in a lot of denial because I was no longer middle-class and I was no longer a lawyer. So my whole sense of identity um, was was no longer in existence. And I had to, and, and by virtue of of being in jail and stopping everything, I now had to consider who I wanted to be really for the first time in my life, um, which was pretty scary. And, but... But by virtue of being in guest house and not being able to run from myself, it made it possible to really con- to to reach that issue. And um, it was challenging. It's still challenging because I'm still on that journey. But it's it, you know it's kind of ironic that if it wasn't for jail, I wouldn't be truly living my life. I wouldn't have found a desire to help people more than just, you know, turning out a brief, but really connecting with human beings and really trying to help people and finding that that was more of a passion. So it, it really gave me a life in a, in a strange way. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, you know, the idea of learning to trust yourself, you know, I think that so many people must relate to that because I think, um, you know, that's at the core of our ability to do anything 
is our faith in ourselves, and I, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm I'm really interested, Carrie, as we as we listen and talk. Um, we called this show "Breaking the Cycle of Crime," which is such a got a great ring to it. But what the heck does it mean? Mm-hmm. How do you do it, right? And you've managed to get people to trust you and to to really let down their guard to get supported and to then proceed down the path of reentry. Could you tell us a little bit about um, what it what what is what does break the cycle of crime? Well, I I don't know that I can really <laughs> come up with a recipe for that. I think that genuine caring and just being an honest person who does what is with as much integrity as they can everyday normal things like coming to work and trying to be a role model not that the staff is perfect because we're not at all and and that's good in a way that's that invites the women to see that people in positions of authority also have a journey that they're on and they're they're trying to become better i am so far from perfect and i try to admit that as often as possible to the women because it's just otherwise i'm just another person in a position of power who's who could lord over them and that's not the point the point is that we all deserve something better than being defined by our past we've all done things that we've regretted we've done we've broken the law we just haven't gotten caught or maybe we have and we don't want to admit it one of the things that i greatly admire about the women, especially the ones that participate in the Speakers Bureau, is their incredible courage. I mean, I don't know if I could come on a radio program like this and talk about my past in such an honest way and and the things that I'm maybe not the most proud of in my life. And it's all in an effort to help other people understand and to change the system. And that's really phenomenal, I think. And Terry talks about the Speakers Bureau originally being like a punishment. (laughs) She really wanted to do the Speakers Bureau because she wanted to talk to young people so that they wouldn't make the same mistakes that she did. And we started the Speakers Bureau by speaking to a group of fifth-grade girls in a program here in Alexandria called SOHO, Space of Her Own, which is a really wonderful mentoring program for young women who maybe have a family member who's involved in the system um, but who've been identified as could benefit from this year-long mentoring program. And in the end, they get to change their bedroom. You know, they they do 
um, bedroom transformation at their homes. And it's really a neat program, and we were invited to speak, and Terry uh, really wanted to go. And she had been in trouble, as she said. She had she was on restriction, and I thought, well, maybe this would be the thing that would make her see how powerful she is, that she can share her story and have an impact on other people, especially young girls. And I'm, I mean, the, the process of speaking to those young women was transformational for all three of us that were there, myself, Terry, and one other woman who went. Um, we were crying. Terry read a poem that her daughter had written her, or she tried to read it, and she started crying, and so she passed it to me. And then I started crying, but we did make it all the way through. And we thought the girls uh, were just, I don't know, bored or, you know, they're fifth grade girls, and they were kind of practicing their lean a little bit. And um, when we left, we knew that we felt void. You know, we, we felt just incredibly good. And then I got a call from the woman that was leading the program that day, and she said, that was the best program we've ever had. Those girls cannot stop talking about you. They were just so moved by the women's stories, and it had a huge impact. Well, we were ready to go then. You know, we thought, Mm. this is a really powerful opportunity, and it goes in both directions. And that to me, is the meaning of transformation. It's it's something that goes in both directions. It's really, it was just a really, a huge blessing, as Terry said. That's wonderful. You know, you're right. You really have a handle, um, Carrie, on the transformational principles. I think about the comment that you just made about about, you know, we were transformed, and 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 what's so interesting when we go to contribute to make a change that we really care about, it does change us. And sometimes when we go to change ourselves, it changes the world around us. So these ideas really go together. It's it's so it is so powerful to hear you talk about this. And you know, as I'm listening to you, I'm I'm thinking, um, Terry, I'd love to hear you talk about. What it's what was it like to uh, actually? What I want to ask you is what what is your motivation? What motivated you to trust, to try, to risk, to speak? What motivates you? Um, I want to say um, surrendering. Um, I think the best motivation was I was actually going to do something that I've always wanted to do. Um, The talks before, you know, um, the discussions we had before we go speak, um, trying to figure out what do we want to say to these kids, you know, so that they'll follow a different path. Um, The motivation's always been there. I just needed a spark. And I got that spark the first time I spoke um, to those young girls you know, about my life. First time I ever really exposed anything about my life, 
you know, and when I did that, I realized that, okay, it's time to grow with this thing. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing ever since. Well, Every time a- I share my story, I realize that I help someone else and I heal personally. You know, because afterwards we have our little meet and greet and just so many people are just inspired and have no clue really what as a recovering addict is going through. And being able to share that just to let them know that, you know, I didn't want to be a drug addict. I wanted to be a Fairfax County police officer. You know, I played the violin and the cello. I played softball. I did not want to be a drug addict. You know, and just being able to get that point across and let them know that we're not bad people, it's motivating. I mean, and they actually see some potential in us. It's 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 just it's a blessing. It is. It is a blessing that you do this and the, and that and that um, there's a way for you to do this and that pe- people, including our listeners today, can hear you. Um, and, you know, we only have probably a minute before we take our next break, believe it or not. But, Faith, I'm struck by the word advocacy when we talk about what you do for Guest House. You know, it's the Speakers Bureau. It's also advocacy, sort of using your considerable powers for for the good of all and really to, to advocate for the cause. Would you, could you say a little bit about um, the what what you do as an, as an advocate? And we probably have about a minute. Okay, sure. Well, one of the, the um, really troublesome things um, these days when women come out of prison or jail is that they have really no place to live. And when you have a felony, um, mostly even if you have the financial resources to be able to rent, um, you are precluded. Most landlords will not rent um, to anyone with a felony conviction. And it could could have been 10 years ago that you committed the felony, and still you'll be precluded from access to housing. And then employment is another issue that um, is very difficult, especially with the, the, the lack of education and the lack of job skills. But, you know, even more so convincing an employer that you're a, you're a good bet. So t- those two issues are two things that we work on in terms of getting the legislature to make fundamental changes in um, kind of how the world works. And, and one of the larger things that has been going on this year is changing uh, job applications. It's called Ban the Box. And right now um, the state governments and the um, local um, governments have employed a, a process where you no longer have to identify that you're a felon at the beginning of the process. You go through, get an interview, demonstrate your worth to an employer, and thereafter when they ask you, you then indicate whether you have a felony on your record. So Mm -hmm. it gives women the opportunity to get in there and really show what they can do, who they can be, their best self, and enhances their ability to get a job. That's great that that will uh, transform or, or really multiply to the, the general employer. I mean, that's really the ultimate goal, is having Good. everyone give people an opportunity. 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad I asked that and you were able to give us that information. That was really important. We're going to take our break now. Uh, when we come back again, my guests and I will be talking more about Guest House, what it does, and perhaps sharing a bit more, um, you know, the wisdom that they have to offer us today. I'm Kate Ebner. You're listening to Inside Transformational Leadership. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network founded in 2012 the institute for transformational leadership itl is an international center for inquiry, experiential education, and research about leadership in the 21st century. Our mission is to develop worldwide communities of transformational leaders and leadership coaches who are dedicated to engaging and providing the leadership needed for a more sustainable and compassionate future. We currently offer two cohort-based certificate programs, the ICF Accredited Certificate in Leadership Coaching and the Executive Certificate in Transformational Leadership. We also offer a range of ICF-certified Advanced Coach Education Master Courses for experienced leadership coaches. For more information about our programs and how to apply, visit scs.georgetown.edu forward slash ITL. Email itlprograms at georgetown.edu or call 202-687-7000. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Inside Transformational Leadership, produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please send an email to itlprograms at georgetown.edu. Here again is your host, Kate Ebner. Here we are once again. My guests today, Carrie Galloway, Terry Garrett, Faith Rudifer from Friends of Guest House, who are talking with us about uh, the important work that Guest House is doing for women in Northern Virginia. Um, we've been actually learning quite a lot about the challenge of um, breaking the cycle of crime, re entering 
society, building community, learning to trust. Um, and I think um, right before the break, Faith gave us a really important perspective about why advocacy is needed and where advocacy is needed. And I'd like to pick up there. And then there are two things I'm hoping we can cover in our segment next. One is um, more about, you know, what happens? You know, what is the transformation for women who go through guest house? I would love to hear some more stories about change. And then, of course, I love to ask the question of vision. What is the future of guest house? What makes it challenging uh, to stay afloat? And what is it that you envision as you look ahead? But let's start with you, Carrie. And I know that you wanted to just add a little bit to the point about advocacy. Should we start there? Yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge how Faith and Terry and the other women that do the Speakers Bureau are, are giving back to the community and, and not just the community at large by shedding light on the issues um, which are critical uh, for us as a community to, to change, to, to fix and to make better and make easier, but it's about the women coming behind them and to, to, to reach back and give your hand to people who are coming behind you, that's really, that's a transformation right there. That's, that's community action. That's just, that's part of the reason why I love my job, because the, the women are just, so open and so giving and so caring. And you would think on the surface, using the stereotypes that we're all so used to hearing about people who have led a life of crime, that they would never do something like that. And that's just not been my experience. It's been utterly different than that. I'm glad so. you said that, you know, and, and I think, you know, the, yeah, the, the, we, we, we keep talking about transformation, which is so appropriate today. And, you know, at, at Georgetown, we had a fun exercise that we did a couple of years ago. Right as we were emerging as an institute, we we played a fun game with, a, with an audience at our big debut, and it was called Coaching the Shift. And we were understanding that transformation is a shift. It's a shift from one way of being to another. And what makes transformational change really distinctive from other change is that it's change from which there's no going back there's no return just as the frog doesn't become a tadpole again or the butterfly doesn't become a caterpillar again and and so it's i would love to um faith ask you to begin this process but i'd love to hear a little bit about um i want to call it like the starting point and perhaps the the evolution or the shift that some of your clients make through guest house and beyond. And um, could you tell us a little bit about the difference this makes? Sure. Um, well, one of the, um, in the we, we really work with the clients to make change very one small step at a time. Since change is so hard and, and people are so fearful of, what they, of the unknown, of what, what the next step is. So one um, example is, <clears throat> that um, in talking with the women, we ask them how they see themselves. And very often they'll say, well, I'm a criminal. 
and we say, is that how you want to be seen? And they'll stop and they'll say, well, no, that's not how I want to be seen. So we say, well, why don't you view, <clears throat> view yourself as a person with a criminal history, not a criminal. The past is the past, and you're now moving on to your next step of your life. Um, and, and that is what they, they start to do. They start seeing their abilities as opposed to their disabilities. But another um, even more concrete example is we had a, a one woman who came in, and, and very often um, people with drug disabilities have dental problems. And she came in and she didn't have her front teeth. And she, she was saying, well, I don't have the resources to be able to get this fixed. And what am I going to do? And she has a, we have a mentor program where each woman has someone that they work with who's there to listen and to assist in however they can. Well, the mentor suggested that she sit down and write a proposal to Carrie um, seeking the resources. And she, ha- she worked with her, and the woman wrote the proposal and then made a formal presentation to Carrie. Mm-hmm. And Carrie considered it and was able to successfully grant her the money. Now, it wasn't the money, but the woman was so changed by recognizing her ability to work within the system, that she had power in and of herself to be able to accomplish a goal. And, and that was transformative for her. So that's the kind of activities, taking advantage of opportunities in everyday life to have successes and tend to build one success upon another. So those are just two of the examples that I have Oh, that's a great... Great examples. Yes, and, and um, Terry, I'm curious, when you look back on you today, you nine years ago, how would you characterize the difference or the evolution of you, the journey of you? Um, <clears throat> the journey of me, how would I characterize mm-hmm. it? Um, as a determined woman, um, because... When I made that conscious decision to change my life and to start trusting the staff at Guest House, which was Ms. Galloway, um, I've not looked back. I've only gotten better. Um, I do so much. I pay bills today, which I didn't even know how to fill out a money order. You know, um, my transformation, it shocks me sometimes because I really thought I would die in addiction, you know. And to be where I'm at today is, it's awesome. You know, I'm getting ready to start school for my GED, which I would have never done if I was still using. Um, I make all my doctor's appointments. You know, I have a relationship with my children. You know, my whole process. And I come back to Guest House to let the women know that you can make it outside of the house, you know. And that's the biggest thing, because a lot of times I didn't want to leave and go into transition. I wanted to stay here and do my year after care. (laughs) (laughs) I did not want to leave, you know. And, of course, I had to believe that the next step would only get better, you know. And I, I did it. I mean, today I have keys to my own apartment, you know. Mm-hmm. I do pay bills. I, I work. You know, I do what I have to do. Um, yeah, thank you. It, 
That's great. It, I interrupted you. Do you want to finish your thought? Oh no! I'm just, what I was going to say is that it's just awesome to see where I came from to where I'm at today. It really is. I wish I wish I was sitting with you so you could see what a big mm-hmm. smile I have as <laughs> I listen to you talk. I was just, just because thinking you're here. the same thing, Kate. I'm sitting here grinning from ear to ear, and it's just been the response I've had almost every time we speak because I, I just can't even begin to tell you how impressed I am with the women and mm-hmm. how eager I am for more people to see um, how just amazing they are. So. I they really are. And, you know, we were talking during the break about reinvention, about how amazing it is that we can see ourselves differently and become who we want to be, that we can have our past but have a different future. And I want to close, we believe it or not, are down to our last two minutes. And I'd love to ask you, Carrie, if you could just tell us, when you envision the future of Guest House and of what you're doing, you know, give us a vision to inspire us and tell us also how we can help. Well, um, this is an opportunity to share the work and not just the work that Guest House is doing which is really tremendous. But there are a lot of other organizations out there, too. But the fact of the matter is that we could have a guest house on every corner. In Virginia alone, we have over 5,000 women incarcerated, and we are one of three facilities. Uh, We have 17 beds, and we are just overrun with applications to come here. So we have... We have an opportunity as a country and a community to do better with the system. It's keeping wonderful people, not just the women that we help at Guest House, but a tremendous number of men who are gifted and intelligent and could do very constructive things for the world. And... Faces, you know, jail gave her an opportunity to stop and to face her demons, and that's great. And I've heard a lot of the women say, you know, this is the safest I've ever been. That's not good. That that you go to jail to to be safe. Um, we're not doing enough to help the young Terries and the young faiths in our community. And then when they do become part of the system, we should do better than just warehouse them. We, we can do better than that. And I'm, I'm thrilled that hopefully through the advocacy, through reaching audiences like your program does, we can have conversations about this because we have to do better. Yes. We um, do. These women are powerful leaders, and together we could we could change the world. Well, so. I would think we're good. That's a perfect note for us to end on today. Um, I want to invite those of you listening. If you, there's a 
cause that you'd like to care about, if there's a contribution you'd like to make, check out the website for Friends of Guest House. You will find lots more information. And I want to say a special thank you to you, Carrie, and to you, Terry, and to you, Faith, for joining me today and for really digging into this topic of transformational change in the most personal ways. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Have a great week. You too. Thank you for joining us this week on Inside Transformational Leadership. Please tune in for another edition with your host, Kate Ebner, next Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our programs, please visit scs.georgetown.edu forward slash ITL. We'll talk again next week.